Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Star Trek Season 1, Episode 14 it's called Balance of Terror, full spoilers for the episode as always and this is notable because this is the first ever appearance of the Romulans Yeah uh, And I'm sure they look different later on <laughs> Yeah, I'm positive they look different. They've got the they've got the, the V, right? Uh, they, they, they've got more of a distinct look because when when the screen turned on this, and I was like, "Wait, it's a Vulcan?" <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they've got a big V on the forehead. And I knew they were like tan, you know, kind of related to Vulcans. I knew it was they had similar ancestry mm. and all that. I knew, I knew that was a thing, but when it when the screen turned on, it just looks like a Vulcan. Yeah, it does. Uh, so naturally, I was a bit more confused because I have more like sort of just casual knowledge from past this episode whereas i'm sure when you watch this you know in the 1960s it wouldn't have yeah yeah it's presented as it is but uh so this episode's essentially a submarine battle yeah it's it's a there's another ship out there uh it's got cloaking technology and it's the romulans and uh, get enterprise and they're trying to figure out where it is where to fire and then the enterprise tries to like turn off all its sensors and stuff so that they can't be detected and then it's like it's a game of cat and mouse in the dark. Is essentially what, good. what it amounts to. No, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, and also sets up a lot of the big mythology stuff where not only does it set up the Romulan Empire, but it also sets up the neutral zone. And the fact that there was a war about 100 or so years ago between the humans and the Romulans, even though they never actually got to see what each other looked like. It was all yeah. all uh, nukes and stuff and whatnot. I have a question. Do the Romulans refer to themselves as Romulans? Because their planets are named Romulus and Remus, obviously. You know, that's based off Roman history. Mm-hmm. So we obviously named those planets. In, in, in So did, did did they go by that as well? Do they have their own name for themselves? I think they do go by that. But I don't know if that's just because it's a writing thing where they didn't want to have multiple names for everything. So it's just... Probably. I mean, I know they're written to be based off the Romans, and that's why it's all all this sort of terminology. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of very clear in just the style of them, actually. Yeah, yeah, they've got those helmets and whatnot. I, I actually love that. That's clearly just there so they can hide, not having to put ears on everyone. That that's probably true. Maybe it's one of those things where they have the idea and go, "Oh, but it also means they'll have to put makeup on." I'm like ninety yeah, percent yeah. of the cast that should <laughs> just technically... doubles up nicely, doesn't yeah, it? Should technically have these ears. Uh, and then, of course, the prop department says, like, yeah, but we need to make, like, 20 helmets, you bastard. <laughs> Probably uh, cheaper than all those ears. I don't, know, I don't know if it's cheaper, but it'll be less time-consuming on a day. Cause the whole... Well, I don't know. The ears would have to be custom to, to a fit on each person. Sure, sure. But I, I think I think the bigger gain is the fact that they don't have to spend time putting the ears on everyone every shooting day. Yeah. I think that's the bigger... A helmet just put on. yeah. <laughs> They don't even need someone to help them do that. They can just do it themselves. That is true. Plonk. Done. Time saved. Whereas Romulan commander's sitting in his chair next to Leonard Nimoy being like, ah, so uh, this takes an hour, does it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just mm. let them glue Every them on. Every morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what it is. Uh, so, yeah, it's, 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 another, it's another episode of Star Trek where it's mostly on the bridge and we've got uh, decisions being made. It's second-guessing the enemy. Kind of like the Carbonite maneuver, but this is more... This one's a little bit different because it actually cuts to the Romulan ship and we see them also making decisions. We see the Romulan yeah. commander react to the decisions that Kirk is making and try to second-guess him. So we see both sides of it. This one is a lot more like a... And I, I like both styles. This one feels more like a game of chess between two people who are really good at their their, their job, yeah. I guess. 
uh, whereas the Carbonite Maneuver was very much, we have no idea what the other side's thinking. Well, that's what that, that one ultimately boiled down to being poker, didn't it? And that's yeah. kind of that. And then this is chess, where you can see, the moves are all on the table. It's you just can you've got to guess what the yeah. other person's going to do still. Yeah, you try to guess what the next move is, but you can see what move they're currently making. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, in that sense, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it brings in some other elements, of course. There's a guy on the bridge who's... Uh, very sort of bigoted towards Romulans and starts acting up against Spock once he sees that there's a a connection between the the races and yeah. uh, they bring in that. Uh, the episode starts with Kirk uh, almost marrying a couple on the Enterprise uh, mm. as they bring up uh, as as with actual tradition, uh, captains on ships. He even he even says he even says in his uh, little speech that since since the days of the wooden ships, the one the one privilege that captains yeah. have had is to to marry people. Uh, but of course, things go wrong during the wedding, and I'm like, "Hmm, I'm very interested in this couple. I've, I've got a funny feeling that at least one of them's not making it to the end of this." Yeah, it's there's no other reason for it, is there? Not really. No. Uh, that said, though, I'm going to defend it as much as it feels like okay, yeah, you've just introduced them here. I do think this whole conflict and this like coming close because they, they set up that if you if anyone crosses into the neutral zone, it's a declaration of war. And if this kicks off, millions of people could die in war because this goes bad. So every decision has this weight to it where, crap, if I make the wrong choice or if I don't react properly, because they're almost going to let, let them go and then like bo- both the guy in the bridge and Spock are both like, no, if you, if you let them go, they're going to see that as a weakness and they'll come back with ships and fight yeah. because they think they can. You have to make a show of strength. But even the show of strength may also ignite. So it's, it's a very balancing yeah, the scales yeah. kind of thing. It's tough, tough choices, this one. But what I like about the 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 groom, the potential groom dying, uh, and that that scene at the end, because we don't we see a couple of scenes with them in the middle, sort of down the engineering, mm. you know, firing weapons or whatever. But we see them at the start of the wedding, and we see at the end, Kurt goes to the chapel to meet the the. Uh, it's not really a widow because they didn't get married, but you know, the almost yeah. widow, uh, and she's upset and he, she, he comforts her. I like that for Kirk because it's like he, and for us as well to an extent, but certainly for Kirk, it's like. This is why those decisions all had weight because lives are at stake. And even though it's not someone we really knew, because they were basically just introduced at the start of this episode and for this purpose, it gave him something personal to say. Right, this is the the cause and effect of all the decisions I'm making, and this is terrible. It would have been much worse than this had it not gone well. Yeah, but... this this is the the war on a microcosm, just yeah. so he can immediately see it. But I think it's much more effective than you know any other red shirt that we typically get because we oh, did yeah. get scenes with this person. We we get, you know, like not much, but was about to get married. There was a there was something to him. Yeah, and there was that one scene in the middle where this they're together and he, the, the, you know, the, the, they mentioned that they're still getting married and they're, they're excited about it. And he's like, oh, "I'm still your superior offer officer right now." Don't yeah, yeah. And they've got a bit, of, and it's not much, but it's enough just to make them feel a little bit more like a a person as opposed to just someone who's taking orders like a red shirt does. Yeah. And it, it, it gives it that just this here, here's the effect. There was consequences to everything that just happened. It wasn't just. Yeah. It was like, e- even though you made the best possible decisions and, you know, you came away essentially winning, it wasn't necessarily easy. There was still losses to even that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think, it's a double-edged sword because obviously you go, well, wouldn't this be more effective if it's a character we'd had and we cared about? And I'm like, it would be, but in a show like this where you're constantly having conflicts, 
for us to lose a character that's a regular and care about every time there's something like this, we'd be losing main characters left, right and centre. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just unfeasible, isn't it? Every couple of weeks. And then that would be bad from a viewer perspective because we'd never have time to be attached to anyone because they, they keep getting replaced. Because <laughs> they, they keep mm. dying. Feels so, kind of like Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, so you, is that a criticism? You making a wee dig? Oh, I'm just saying, if... Okay. if if this is what it would done, that that's kind of what Game of Thrones does. Just you, you learn, don't get attached to anyone because they're probably going to be gone. Which makes it feel cold, and you don't, you don't really care. And that's fair. It's a fair criticism. Yeah, but nah. So that, that's that's kind of what I, I like that, and I like all the excitement, all the second guessing, and the the fights, and uh, like. So, so the Romulan commander at one point like releases debris because they can't see the ship because it's cloaked, but they'll see the debris, and it almost tricks Kirk into firing. But oh, it's it's just debris. Yeah. But then later on, he does that same trick again, but he hides a nuke in it <laughs> that's coming yeah. towards the ship. And Kirk just has to like figure it out at the last second, like fire. There's there's a metal yeah. object in there, fire it. Uh, so no, it's good stuff. Good, good lot, it of, is. lot of lot of it. Very exciting episode. The action was very good. Uh, it sets up a lot for the the Romulan kind of mindset, you know, because that one thing at the end where they actually finally come on the screen at the end, mm. and the the commander's like. No, we're not beaming over. You're not taking the survivors and helping us. Yeah, it's not going our down way. The ship. We're going down by the ship, and it's got a strategic element as well because it also means that you know Earth and the Starfleet can't interrogate can't, them. Not even interrogate, just analyze their technology and their weapons and their cloaking systems and you know yeah. everything, like all of that stuff. So it, it makes sense from that point of view. But you get who they are. But I actually really like uh, reading his reactions to Kirk throughout throughout it. He, he keeps he's like. Oh, he's a sorcerer. That one, I think he says at one point. Yeah, yeah, they're all, they're constantly like underestimating each other and then yeah. going, "Oh, actually, they're pretty good." Like, but both him and Kirk are doing the same. Yeah, and at the end, he's like, "Well, you know, in another life, maybe we could have been friends." Uh, yeah, you are my equal it, it, kind it, of thing. It really plays into that militaristic kind of element that the the Romulans have right here, where it's like you know they they respect the fight. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 funny because obviously. It's, different from Vulcans, they're very passionate and yeah, there's planes going by <laughs> our own starships in the, in the mist but it, 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 yeah, they're very different from Vulcans because they're very passionate as opposed to being very sort of logical yeah, yeah they're, they're very all about duty for the very, for very different reasons yeah, it's, it's like a, there's an actual desire to win rather yeah. than just a desire to prove themselves rather than just do it because it's the thing to do they're obsessed with honour. At one point, your second in command says, uh, allow me the glory of the kill. You never hear a Vulcan say the glory of the kill. No, no, you don't. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't hear a Vulcan say the word glory. The word glory, they may as well not understand what that means. <laughs> Probably not. Because it's really not what they are. So, again, it's very, very different to them. And that, that, that is, that's cool. It, it works. It sets all this stuff up. It, it's a very important episode, obviously, in Star Trek for that reason, because it does set up this, this race that's going to be around and we're going to see maybe not quite as big as the Klingons. I feel like once you get to next gen, Klingons, of course, are a bigger deal, but... Mm. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have as much knowledge at that point. Well, as a member of the, the Starship well, crew, yeah, that's Klingon yeah, next gen. Are, they, are the, the Romans not still a, a regular enemy? Oh, they are, they are. And they've been in the movies, they were in the, the first Abrams movie. Yeah, yeah. Romulans, so I mean, they're a regular thing. Uh, I, I feel like they, they often get overshadowed by the others, though, like Vulcans and Klingons and the mm. Borg, even you know, and yeah, and, and next gen. Like, there's bigger names, but the Romulans have, are a staple that are. Yeah, I mean, like we just seen they've been introduced fairly early on in the the show's mythology. 
Yeah. And then obviously they've lasted for up till present day. So they're kind of there throughout the whole thing, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, so no, that's that's pretty much this episode. I I again I, I liked all the, the 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 games of cat and mouse and all that. I liked. It almost it almost gave me like a Jaws vibe at some points because the other ship was invisible and they were trying to like mm. detect where it was. It felt a little bit like Jaws, and this is yeah, pre-Jaws, which is a so it's an interesting comparison to make. But I was getting those vibes. Uh, I also really liked when they they had the briefing scene and they were all trying to like uh, just like offer their opinions. Like Kurt calls everyone in and they all they all sit down and try and think think things through. And, yeah, uh, I really like that scene because obviously you've got Bones being the. The, the voice of reason, so to speak, like, no, no, we just can't do this. This is this is madness. And then you have the the new guy being, no, we need to go to war. And it feels like naturally when, the, when this happens, the new guy is typically in the wrong. But then Spock sides with him. And that's when it gets really interesting for me in, in that scene. Yeah, because even though he's being bigoted towards Spock, Spock logically says, no, this is the right move. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. I, I, I think it shows that, okay, like, you can't take... You can't take options or opinions from bigotry necessarily, but just because they are bigoted doesn't necessarily mean it's a wrong opinion either, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it may not be coming from a place of yeah. logic, but it's ultimately not the wrong call either. Yeah. The, the point is, it's case by case. You can't always just blanket yeah. say everything's wrong because of X or everything's right because of X. It, yeah. You, you have to look at each one on its own. Uh, but of course, what, what Kirk should have done and what he did do was get a second opinion of someone else and corroborate yeah. said said plan of attack, and there we go. Yeah. That's what leads us to leads us to the fight. Uh, but no, a uh, really really solid episode. We've had two really solid ones in a row. Yeah, I think like you said, the action was actually just really exciting in this one. Yeah. So that that kept it really engaging throughout for me. Yeah, this was classic war stuff. Obviously, like we said, the Romulans are very much uh, the Roman kind of empire kind of. Feel in to space yeah. <laughs> the romans in space basically yeah. so uh, in that sense it kind of works and obviously uh sets up a big bit of mythology sets up the neutral zone which again we hear about the neutral zone throughout yeah. the show throughout all the shows throughout the movies like as if it's a big that's thing. one of those that's kind of even as someone who hadn't watched the show is something that you just know of yeah uh, it's really fun actually when they bring up the the, the space map and it looks like a really old school map like on yeah. the screen, it's like they just drew a map and then like take a photo, put it on, put yeah, it on the screen. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, so sometimes the charm of like the old school way of doing some of these things is. Uh, uh, well, yes. uh, sometimes we talk about how the pacing in Star Trek, much like other older shows, is very slow and relaxed compared to normal. This was one moment where I really noticed it because Kirk says to Spock, "Right now, show us where we are," and it cuts to Spock, cuts to Kirk, cuts to the screen. Waits like three seconds and then it comes in and I'm like, mm. no. And a modern show would be like, Spock put that on the screen, cut to it, it'd fade and like it'd be, yeah, it'd be yeah. done we in two seconds. Wouldn't see any of that other bit. No, but this took it was like a good like five to ten seconds until it happened, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, that would never happen there. Uh, so I, I felt the the weight there. That just felt like wasted time because <laughs> I'm like, that that's true. It's not suspenseful. I don't. It's not a suspenseful thing where we are. <laughs> I agree, but it, I feel like those moments were few and far between in this episode. Oh, no, sure, sure. I mean, as much as I'm going to bring them up occasionally, it's not necessarily a criticism of the show. It's a, it's a product of its era. I'm not going to yeah. fault it for it. It's just something that's worth noting what would be different. Yeah, how how things have changed through the ages. Yeah. So, no. Uh, so, 
Yeah, there was lots of, uh, of course, the classic shake the camera and the actors will pretend. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. Yeah. Never gets old, does it? It doesn't, no. If you've seen the GIFs, would have stabilised that footage, by the way. It's hilarious. Uh, I think it's from Next Gen. There's one of like Picard on his seat, and he's just sort of like yeah, doing yeah. this, and it looks like the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, but there you go. That's uh, the balance of terror. Uh, ho- hopefully, it won't be too long before some of these elements come back in, and we see more Romulans. I, d- I don't actually know how much they pop into the original series. I'm not sure. I don't actually know. I don't know if we we get a lot of them before the end of the original series after this, but I'm uh, curious to find out. Uh, I know we do get Klingons at one point, and I know, obviously, we set up uh, a certain Mr. Khan for yes. a certain movie. That's uh, not... That's relatively soon, isn't it? It is, yeah. That episode's actually... It's in season one. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought so. So, so We're getting kind of close to it. But no, uh, so let us know what you thought of this episode of Star Trek in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Helps us out a lot. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. Individual Twitters are on the screen for everyday ramblings. Thank you very much for watching, guys, and we will see you next time.